0: to leveling up the podcast with Alethea Tucker. I'm so happy that you're listening today. My goal is to bring something new, something promising. I plan to bring conversation, resources, and wisdom around the things that are holding us back from going for our best. We'll talk about everyday life and careers I'll bring us dialogue designed to dig deep and identify our passions. We'll talk about the limits that you need to let go of and the promise that you need to grab a hold of. I'll interview women who bring valuable insight to the table. We'll have opportunities for Q&A and we'll talk resources to help along the way. There are levels to this and we'll hit them all starting at the ground floor. We all have dreams and now is our time to level up. Ground floor. A few years ago, under the previous administration, the federal government was furloughed. For those who aren't familiar with what a furlough is, you basically are required to not work for a period of time and not receive income for that period of time as well. This occurred and came as a surprise to many, many people who had never experienced anything like that in their lives. What were people to do? Bills still had to be paid. School tuition had to be sent in. Food had to be put on the table. People needed to continue to carry out their lives. Many people who were living paycheck to paycheck desperately needed to be able to make an income during this time. I recall in particular, there were two sisters in this area who definitely felt the effect of the furlough, both of them being federal government workers. And yeah, they were both furloughed. They realized that they could be very resourceful and making money during the time that they were out. They knew that they had a craft, they had a skill that they were really good at. And they said, well, you know, while we're out, let's go ahead and try doing something. So they began to make cheesecakes from their homes. They started making these cheesecakes and they were selling them from home, really with the intention of just making them long enough to tide them over, not really knowing how long the furlough may last, but it was a source of income for them. They made the cheesecakes, and they made a variety of them, and they found a way to make them in small bite sizes and portion sizes, and they did incredibly well with what they were selling. They had something that they knew they were really good at, They decided that it would be resourceful, and they made money during a period of time where they were really without an income. Well, when the federal government was able to go back to work, these sisters had a thriving business, and they continued for a while, and then it came to the point where they said, you know, it's time to leave the government and go ahead and start doing this business full time. And indeed, they did that. Not only did they do that, they set up business, and they went to one of the most high-end places in this area to open up their business, and they began to sell their cheesecakes, and they successfully launched Furlough Cheesecakes. The name resulted from being furloughed. So this is an example of people, two people who really were kind of at a low point and decided that they would be resourceful and figure out exactly what it was they could do to do more and to be able to fill the gap that they needed to fill as far as their income was concerned. And what grew out of it was absolutely beautiful. In the end, they were able to make money during a time that they needed to make the money, and they birthed the business that they dreamed of, something that they truly, truly were good at and knew that they could do very well with it. The business is still existing. They're still in the original location, and they are growing and thriving, and Furlough Cheesecakes is one of my favorite places to go. So what is an affirmation behind an example like this? Know that no matter what occurs in your life, there's always a way to make lemonade out of lemons. Know that there's always something that you can fall back on. Don't give up on your dreams. Press hard when the time comes and you're pressed on all sides. Determine that you are going to go for what you know. Work with what you know that you can do. Believe in yourself. Launch out on faith and know that you can make something out of a beautiful thing that you're aware of, that you know about, that you know has the chance of being successful. level. Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. Again, I'm so excited to have a great episode today for you. Like I said last time, we are continuing with honoring women who are doing great things. Women, uh, We're honoring them during Women's History Month, right? What better time to do that? And I am taking the time to speak with a wonderful group of women who have been working with me on a special project, Reinvented to Rise, Volume 2, the book and the documentary. And today with me, I have Jacqueline Scott. Now, Jackie, I have known since college. I have to say that right up front, we have been friends for quite a while. And she's a seasoned executive with multi sector experience, including government, private, and nonprofit sectors. She is trained in both law and business, and she specializes in executive leadership development, change management, and DEIJ. She serves as a speaker, trainer, consultant, and strategist for numerous academic, state, and local government, private sector, and nonprofit organizations. Jackie leverages her multidisciplinary skills to tap into the strengths of her clients and builds their capacity to rise above and beyond to achieve their goals. Everybody, please help me to welcome my friend, Jackie Scott. Hi,
1: Alethea. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to join you today.
0: I am so happy to have you here. You know, I've already told them we've uh, we've known each other for a while. Jackie and I went to college together. Well, we went to undergrad together. Undergrad. Been, been to college a few times here. Yes, so, both of uh, us, right? Right, right. So <laughs> we've we've known each other for quite some time, and I am so thrilled that we're able to work together on this project that we're currently doing. Jackie, uh, like I said, I've known for a while, and she has been doing some awesome things. Now, I just introduced you, all right, but I still wanna hear from you some more. Tell me, tell us a little more about yourself.
1: Absolutely. Well, um, as you said, I'm trained in both law and business, so I always tell people I am a recovering lawyer uh, who found her passion in serving people. Uh, I'm currently serving as the director of the Department of Community Resources and Services in Howard County, and so that's the Human Service Agency, and so I am serving there. We are one of the largest agencies in Howard County, and it has just been an absolute pleasure. I live in Howard County, so I live where I serve. Um, I have um have been blessed to be able to uh say that I am able to reach people right where where they are in my daily life. and so that's been a pleasure but I um am married and I have three wonderful children. And they are off doing wonderful things between college and entering into the workforce themselves. And so we're semi-empty nesters, but, you know, they never fully go away.
2: They always come home. (laughs) Um,
1: But I really have built my career in service to others and working in different sectors to give back and help those who uh, really need to... just have the tools to live their best lives, and so it's been it's been a wonderful journey so far, and I'm looking forward to what's next.
0: Oh, that's awesome! That is awesome, and it's funny you you're telling me about your family, Jackie, and I. When I I say we know each other, of course, but we have so much in common. We married within a month of each other probably had yeah. children within a few months of, a, of each other <laughs> right we're in in wed each other's <laughs> wedding wedding you know <laughs> absolutely and we're at the same point right now where we're kind of semi-empty nesters but like she said they never leave leave mm-hmm. you know they're always coming back and seeing us and I don't mind it so much I'm no, really positive. me either I like it, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> truth be told I don't mind it one bit Wow! Yeah, helping helping others and serving in the district where you live, you know, is so it's such a wonderful thing to do. Um, and I know that services is really important to you. Yeah. So tell me about some of the things that you're really passionate about. Well, you're
1: right. I mean, it's services in my blood. I think my mother raised us that way, and. Um, I always refer to myself as, you know, a servant leader in what I do. And and even in my leadership practice, I come from that perspective. You know, how do we take the gifts and talents that we have been blessed with and give them to others and to help others grow and be their best selves? And so really, that's a lot about what I'm passionate about. How do I help people get what they need at whatever stage that they're at? So I've tried to, you know, I've worked in D.C. for years and I started my work working at the D.C. courthouse um, and trying to help people who found themselves at the deepest ends of the system, both human service systems and, unfortunately, systems that were about domestic violence and child abuse and neglect. And so much of my career has been centered around helping women and children and families. And um, that's probably a theme even now in terms of my work. And in terms of the coaching work and the leadership development work that I'm doing, I just feel like in my, you know, in deep inside, that's a calling for me to help other women find their voice, to get the support that they need and to cultivate tribes, you know, so that women don't feel alone. Those who are, you know, mid-career, senior career, or just starting out, they need those tools and they need that drive. And so um, the the pandemic was tough. You know, it isolated a lot of us and we learned a lot of our own journey, right, during that time. And so now to be able to use that and those lessons to help others has just been something that I think now I'm creating my next, you know, my next leveling up is,
0: is yeah. in that space with those folks. Absolutely. And it's true. Um, I I'm, the name of the book ex- escapes me right now, um but the author talks about there being you know the third chapter. and for many of us that's that's kind of where we are right now. We're hitting that third chapter, you know, first chapter growing up and coming of age, and that second chapter is you know starting the family, and now we're kind of getting towards perhaps the end of one career. And kind of moving into another. And for many of us, this third chapter is our first opportunity to really w- do the work that we really, really desire to do, you know, for one reason or another that thing that we have dreamed of, you know, we kind of gave it the back burner treatment Yes. or that thing, you know, that we really wanted to pursue, but we were a little afraid to because, you know, we had to go with what we knew we had to put the bread on the table and make sure kids got through school and make sure we had a roof over our heads. So we weren't so, you know, we weren't so apt to just go out and try to, to go after that thing that we really wanted. So I hear in you the service. I too, you know, I talk about the fact that um, definitely my parents taught me and my father being like the major servant, you know, in the family and the importance there is in being able to do that. So I know that there are things that you want to do and things that you're doing now. We've talked about collaborating with each other as well. And I look forward to that on the things that, you know, really, really mean a lot to us, the things that really mean a lot to us. Now, I know you're working in Howard County, you're with the Howard County government, and you've told us a little about that already. Tell us a little more about what you do on a day-to-day basis in in Howard County and some of the things that you've done before. I know that you've done some specific things in the community, run for a few offices in there and-
1: that's right. That. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So um, in my day-to-day work, you know, it's interesting when people ask you, you know, what do you do? And it's I tell them the difficult thing is you can never wrap it up in one sentence. You don't have elevator speech, right? Because right. um I run the human service agency in the county. Mm. And so what that means is we serve everybody across the lifespan. There are Um, nine offices under my directorate. We're one of the largest departments. And so we serve from the very youngest to the oldest. So we have the Office of Children and Families all the way over to the Office uh, on Aging and Independence. But we have disabilities and consumer protection and veterans and Office of Human Trafficking Prevention. And so on a daily basis, we're providing everything from, you know, safety and security things for people who are homeless or in vulnerable positions, all the way over to people who are looking for lifestyle things like health and wellness. And so we're the kind of department that um, you don't have to qualify for a particular income level to come in our services. If you really need us and you want to um, learn about caregiving because you have a family member who's moved in with you now, for example, and they need services, well, you can come in and meet with one of our um, social work team members who specializes in caregiving and we can get you resources. All the way over to younger, you know, families who are just starting out, and they need somebody to help and come and be a home visitor to help them understand how to care for their toddler or their infant. And so it, it is an exciting kind of job in that no day is the same because people's lives change every day.
2: Yes. Um, and
1: so you can imagine the during the pandemic, we were, you know, we were doing everything from food distributions to vaccines to masks and making sure people had their medications. And so we do a lot um, in the in that area. Um, in, in terms of what I do on the outside, um, you're right. I, I um, serve in an elected office uh, as a member of our Democratic Central Committee. And so that's been interesting. Um, and I have had to, yep, run for office. I've done a few things like run for the school board and other things like, you know, in that spare time. But right, right. You talk about living your passion and it's it's really, you know, trying to make lives different, um, better for people. Um, I am a policy person by trade. I spend a lot of my the legal side of my career, and working in Washington and places like Annapolis, doing public policy and legislative work on women and children and family issues. So I've just been able to take that multidisciplinary training, and it gives me a greater understanding of what people are facing in their lives. And so when I'm working with people one-on-one, or I'm helping them understand it gives me insight. I can reach back because I understand the systems and the structures and the things that people are up against. Yes.
2: When they're living
1: their lives and the practical side of like how to just give them tools to get through yes. and to just manage at whatever level they're at. Um, and so, that's, that's been sort of how I've applied a lot of my different trainings. And, and I'm a lifelong student, so I have a lot of degrees and things there. But, yeah, but, that's but great. I don't focus on those. I focus on really like how do I put it in
0: action? It's not theoretical. It's practical. Yes. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And that's wonderful because I hear service throughout everything that you do, um, which is great. And just the services that you were doing during the pandemic, I can only, I can't even imagine the mm-hmm. uh, the weight all of that had just based on so much of what, or so many areas that the pandemic touched, it touched everything. Do where you are now, do you feel that people are kind of getting back to where they were? Do you still see a heavy need for the services that you provided back then or things are starting mm-hmm. to even up a bit?
1: Well, it's interesting. Um, I, there is a lot that the pandemic unearthed that was already there, mm-hmm. like where people needed things. Mm-hmm. It just showed where in, in just a stark light you know, shined on those areas that we were able to kind of push under the rug a little bit. Yeah. And this was all over, right? You know, we knew things in systems like human service systems and, and and justice systems, things that where people really had true human rights and civil rights needs and all of those things. And the pandemic just took the top off of all of that, right? And even now, though, we have seen that you just are not, we're never going to be able to totally go back, right? Look at the use of technology. Look at how the workplace has changed. Look at how teaching has changed. The classroom, our children have changed. It will truly be, I think, a number of years before we really understand the impact that this pandemic has had on a whole generation of young people. Mm-hmm. You know, not being able to sit together and have human interaction for two years and or more, right? Wow. Being able to think about in a workplace or in a classroom, what does that do to people? Yeah. Human touch. And then on the other side, I think about all the things that we used to do, like you know, being whatever your faith is, but being in that community in person. In that faith community and what those bonds meant to people as adults, that is real. You know, that connection, we convince ourselves that we don't need it, but we do need it, right? It means so much. And so trauma and just impact of seeing what we see daily in a 24-hour news spin just the stuff we watch on TV all the time all of that was just getting soaked into people yes. Uh, yes and it's just had a tremendous impact that people don't even realize it absolutely
0: absolutely and it gets to the point where you really you take a shift in how you handle life oh. i know you know it's funny you mention social media and the news i know prior to the pandemic i was an absolute junkie. The news was on in my house almost 24 hours a day. And it's not, you know, it's it's nothing that I'm really proud of. I probably shouldn't have, but I mean, I would get up and the news was on. Midday news was, uh, news was just always on in the house. And as things progressed with the pandemic and just the way society is now, just to really kind of preserve myself mentally preserve my my state of mind i have to start doing news differently i don't yes. it's not running in my house all the time not that i'm still not interested in what's going on i just know that i have to be very cognizant of how i let certain things impact me so i totally hear you about you know things changing after the pandemic and maybe getting a little better, but then the pandemic really brought on some changes that That's right. we're probably never going to turn around from, you know, right. we'll never turn around from.
1: No. And I, I do think it's brought us wonderful opportunities. I've seen that people are engaging in learning differently, but also like it's in, it's just inspired people to actually take the chance to step out and tell their stories, live their lives to the fullest, because who knows, you know, no day is promised. Who knew March, like of three years ago, that we would be told, take everything home. Not sure what day you're coming back. And, oh yeah, we'll be back in a few months. And yeah, the whole
0: world stopped. I thought it a few was,
1: weeks. Yeah. Right. And that who and so now people are just saying they're being courageous. Yes, they're saying I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to take this world by storm because I matter. I got to yes. leave my footprint wherever yes. I am because I matter, and that's Absolutely.
0: that's a great thing that people are doing. That that's important. That's important, and such a great segue into our project. You know, you're talking about telling our story and how people are brave now and, and, and realizing that tomorrow really isn't promised. And now is the time to establish that legacy, to let that story go out there, um, kind of to free yourself in some instances, and then in other instances to really, really help someone else who needs to hear that story and know how they can deal with adversity and deal with trauma and and make life better for themselves. And that is what Reinvented to Rise is all about. I always talk about, well, in the last year since it's been out, I talk about the fact that, you know, I saw this as a book that was going to come out and I would present it as some women who wanted to reinvent and tell their stories. But what I have seen since the book came out, since number one came out, is just that you know this whole reinvention piece doesn't happen one time you know there's no. consistently reinvention going on and there's so many people so many stories out there and that's how we got to reinvent it to rise volume two and we put the documentary in with it so let me ask you other than the fact that you know you know I talked to you about before <laughs> yes. you know other than that, Why is it that you wanted to be a part of this project?
1: I wanted to be a part of it. I think just for what you said, that, you know, I felt through the pandemic, I had the opportunity to do my own internal searching, right? The things that I really, really wanted to accomplish in my life as I watched every, what seemed to be everybody else's life. Keep going, right? And I kept tucking mine back down and say, Well, is my story relevant? I don't know this or that. And I had gone through some significant challenges myself with family loss, with, you know, coming to grips with what do I know about my own past, my own growing up. I did not want anything to happen to me without me being able to share with my children my family's story. So I started my own work. And then I thought, yeah, it's important because guess what? As I did my work, I realized that there were more and more people who were identifying with the conversations I was having with them. And then there were these groups of women who would say, hey, you know, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about. And I thought, People all think that they're alone in this. Oh, they think that they're the only one, and so this was such an important um, initial step for me to take with someone I trusted. You, with you know, with your understanding and guidance in doing this before, that I wanted to tell the story as the confidence builder, selfishly in me. To put it out there, just hold my breath and put it out there. Yes, yes. At the same time, knowing that even if it's just one, that one person needs to hear this and they need to see us and know that it's possible to keep going. And it's possible, as you said, to reinvent yourself. And reinvention is okay. That it's all right because, in the time that we are who we are, that's what we need to be, and then we can dream and we can become the next thing that we have
0: always desired. Wow. And so, I couldn't pass it up, I was like, Yes, yes.
2: this is it.
0: This is yes. it. Oh, that just, that just warmed my heart so because that is what this is all about. And when you were saying, even if it's just one person. And I stress the importance because I know it was really me hearing the voice of one person that really kind of pushed me to go ahead and even start my business, start the first book, you know, and it, who, that person didn't even know that they were the catalyst. I've gone back and told them they didn't know that they were the catalyst behind me actually finally taking that leap and putting aside all those limiting beliefs that I've been holding on to for so long, you know, those deep rooted things, you deep know, deep rooted deep-rooted yes. that it takes a lot of, of prayer and work to get rid of, but you get to the point where you realize, you know, I have to do this. It's, it's about me. Yeah but it's about those people I have behind me too, to include those people I have in my house. Yes. You yes. know, they need to see that they can do something else.
1: Yep. You know? They need to see that, and, and they, and honestly too, they need to see that struggle will happen. Yes. And struggle is not easy, and, and, and it's sometimes very painful. And yet there's something on the other side of that, yes. that they can get through it, right? Yeah. We have worked, I think our our cohort of generation has worked so hard to make life easier for our kids, to oh. do the things for them that we didn't want to have to, right? So we did
2: everything. And so yes, struggle is like, wait, but mom, can you right. have, can you? Can you what you mean? Cash app? What? Cash
1: app? We had like you can't text me and say, "Hey, mom, can you can you cash app me?" We I thought back then. We
2: couldn't call. We couldn't do that, right? Right. So, I,
1: but that they can actually—that it's not a social media thing. It's a real deal, and you have to be equipped and 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 have a foundation of strength and perseverance and faith and hope and all those things to be able to get through and us to be able to show that because people can look and think, oh, well, you've got a law degree and you've done this, you've done that. It must be easy for you. And No, social media can make you think that, but the struggle is real and the authentic way at which we can tell our story to encourage other people to know that they too can get through is really important.
0: It's incredibly important. Oh, it is incredibly important. Wow. Well, Jackie, can, we can talk forever. Yes, know. And you know we can. Well, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm excited about people
1: like getting excited about what's a part of this book and this journey yeah. with
2: us, you know. Yes. This and is-
0: they've got to stay tuned and, you know, keep their ear. I promise we are going to be sharing with you All of the things that um, are leading up to this, the book, our launch of the book, our launch of the documentary, and the documentary is going to happen locally as well as in the location of several of our authors. So you will have several opportunities to view it. And not to mention, we're gonna have it available so that you can view it online as well. Truly, it is a reinvention movement. It is a reinvention story. Um, it's a concept that we want as many women as possible to grab a hold of, realizing that, you know, it is never too late. It has no age barriers, no color barriers none of that. It can happen at any point in your life. And so we're very, very excited about that. So are there any projects, Jackie, that you're currently working on that you want to tell our audience about? <laughs> I am
1: I am I'm so excited because this um chapter is just in the book is just the beginning and you read my chapter you'll see we talk about lots of uh, you know lots of things all together in this book and my chapter is now launching me into um, a larger writing project that I really am so excited about. I'm designing that now. I'm yeah. also really um, working diligently now in a targeted way to reach out to women who are, you know, high performing, high achieving, running hard women. But who are finding themselves in a place of unfulfillment and are really reaching places where they are honestly in places of fear and self sabotage, and they're uh-huh. holding themselves back. Uh-huh. And I have been working with those women, and I'm right. I'm, I'm putting together a project that is really going to help give them some really practical tools. It's going to be really about how do you move from that place of unfulfillment to fulfillment, to a place of joy in all that you do and not self-sabotage yourself in your professional career. And I'm particularly targeting women of color, it's for anybody. Mm-hmm. but what I know and what I've seen through my work is that particularly during the pandemic and during what we've gone through socially in communities, there's a lot around diversity, equity, inclusion. Yes. there's a lot out there. People have gotten lots of high job you know high paying visible jobs and there are women of color in those jobs mm-hmm. And yet they are isolated. Mm. They get in those jobs, they don't know what to do because they find out I've got a title, but do I have a budget? Do I have a staff? Do I have support? Do I have an organization around me who really is going to make meaning out of the work that I want to do? Yeah. And I've talked to so many who have reached out and said, "I don't know that they're serious about this, but but what do I do? I'm doubting my ability to make change or to use my voice, can you help me and so I've started to say, "Hey, this isn't just a one off or two or three. There are lots of women out there who are on paths or even already in those paths, and they need they need a tribe, they need support, yeah they need some practical tools." So that's my next level, leveling okay. up. Okay. You, thanks to you, Olivia. You have oh inspired me to make it happen. I am making it happen. So everybody, look yes, out
2: it for it.
1: Yep, yep. So I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm telling that story, and I'm also giving some practical tools and pulling people together around. Oh, I
0: absolutely. I'm excited, I'm excited. and you know, as you're talking, Jackie, I'm, my mind is just churning, and I'm like. We could do this. We could do that. Yes. Could do this. Oh my goodness, I'm doing this. We could do. So we got right. lots to talk about. <laughs> that's right.
2: Absolutely. Right.
0: We've so got true. lots to talk about. My goodness. Yep. Now, are there any resources? I never end the podcast without asking my guests if there are any resources that they would like to recommend to the audience that can help them to level up, whether that's something for personal development or professional development whatever that looks like. Is there anything that you would like to recommend?
1: Well, it's, it's interesting. I was thinking about that. There's so many books and tools and things out there. I mean, I think certainly our our book and, and the Reinvented Rise 1 and Volume 2 and that's volume out there is <laughs> absolutely going to be. Um, and, and what I've been telling people about as as I thought about this question about resources, is that um, there are lots of free resources that I think people should take advantage of. Like go on TED Talks, go on TEDx and think about what are the topics that you're interested in and just dabble around there and look at TEDx. Yes. Other the other thing is there are um, free resources. You know, I'm a I'm a bit, my background also is in organizational development and leadership, so I'm always looking at places like Harvard Business Review yes. and others. And they sound really heady, but there are free resources there that are around leadership that are around. Um, decision-making, that are around conflict, that are around equity and inclusion, that are practical tips mm-hmm. that people can, especially if you're in this space where you're trying to manage. Um, there's a wonderful podcast, too, around women at work, and it's a part of um, Harvard Business Review, um, but it, it is really about, and there's a section of it, that is about women of color and they're talking about these issues. And and that's where I tell people to start. Some people are not like, you know, they don't have time to read a lot of books. Listen, there's some, you know, pull something up while you're working on something and just listen to it or watch it. Those resources will help you perhaps then be able to refine what is really your area that you want. Wow. Um, and then the the last place I would say is because a lot of what I do internally of what guides me is my faith. Yes, and I think that there are wonderful, wonderful books that are very practical if you're looking for the intersection of your faith in the public square. Like how mm-hmm. do I keep my values and how am I guided? John Maxwell. I read his stuff all the time. Very practical in terms of understanding some that are very faith-based and some that are not just business, but they have these wonderful um, alignment of Mm -hmm. tools that Mm -hmm. you can do in both. So I I think those are wonderful books and tools um, that you, you know, that you might think about uh, as you're going forward and if they if they reach out, if folks watching this reach out and have a specific one, I have others. I, you know, I'm just a nerd when
2: it comes to... Awesome. <laughs> we all got a little nerd in us.
1: <laughs> but I think that that's so, you know, it's just so important to just know without there and just lots of yeah. great resources for people.
0: Absolutely. Oh, those are awesome resources. And I always tell the audience, if you don't catch what she said in here, Go back and watch it again. No, yes, go back, it again. go back and watch it again. But I will also be sure to <laughs> put it in the notes section, okay? It'll be in the notes section of the podcast. Yes, yes, so we'll yes. definitely be able to access this information. Um Jackie and last thing what how is it that we can get in touch with you if we need to get in touch with you for anything Yes absolutely so um <laughs> uh, yeah so I I am on LinkedIn
1: you can hit me up there and I'm on LinkedIn as um Jacqueline Belk B E L K Scott um and also um they can email me anytime and I um, my email is Express Yourself 247 as in 247 um, yeah. at gmail.com. So it's actually E-X-P-R-E-S-S-U-R, as for your oh. Express U R S E L F. Got it. Four seven at gmail.com to answer any questions or provide resources for you your voice matters so that's why my email is express yourself 24 7
2: at gmail.com
0: oh i love it jackie i love you oh thank you so fun yes it has been and you know when i say we could talk forever i mean we we could really go on so we're 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 She's cutting things and short hey guys, yeah. for the podcast. But thank you so, so much for being here today. This conversation has been so rich, and I know so enlightening for the listeners who are listening to me. Um, of course, it will be up. I'll tell you when it's coming out. Um, I think that people are really going to want to hear. I know that people are going to want to hear what we were just talking about. And I know that they want to see some of the initiatives that you're going to be introducing. So I'm waiting on bated breath for a few of these things. I'm really excited for you. And I'm so glad that your spark has been ignited.
2: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Thank you.
0: Yes. Thanks again. All right.
1: So glad to be here. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Hold on for just a second. Well, everybody, I know you have enjoyed being here with me today and Jackie Scott and the absolute gems that she has dropped on us today. Um, Again, you will find all of the resources that she talked about. I have them listed here. So make sure that you go on and find them. And I just want to encourage you, as I do at the end of every show, to remember It is never, ever too late to reinvent yourself. Always think of leveling up. There's always a new level that you can go to to hit greater. So make sure that you pursue that level. And remember that you are wonderful just as you are authentically yourself with that unique thumbprint that only you have. Go out and make an impression on something in the world that only you're going to be able to change, only you're going to be able to make better. All right? See you soon. The Loft. Welcome to The Loft. As usual, I ask my guests for resources that they would recommend to my audience. And my guest for today, as you know, is Jacqueline Scott, and she has several resources that she would like to recommend that will help you to level up to be your absolute best self. The first that she recommends, she recommends TED Talks. You can access those on YouTube and at various places on the Internet. And they cover an array of topics that will definitely help you in gaining the skills, that will help you in gaining the mindset, and gaining any of the tools that you need in order to improve where you are and move to the next level. She also recommends podcasts, and one in particular that she really likes and thinks would be very good for this audience is Women at Work. And as you know, you can access all podcasts on your favorite podcast platforms. She recommends a book by John Maxwell, Faith in the Public, and she also recommends Harvard Business Review articles, and they cover a number of topics Yes, a number of things in academia, but they cover a whole array of things, again, that will provide you with the tools that you need to get to your better self and get to the next level. And that's it. Okay, we've reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. As you catch the elevator down, if you feel so inclined, rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, every day is a new opportunity and it's never too late to level up.